Hey, guess what's happening on this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with your friend and host, Oscar Camejo. Do you ever feel sometimes that you're alone when you're dealing with type 2 diabetes or maybe even your weight management? And you're on this journey and you wish that your loved ones understood and supported you a whole lot better than they may be doing right now. You know, I know the feeling. It's one of the worst feelings in the world. That feeling of isolation, going through something very difficult all by yourself. Folks, I've been there. That's why in this week's episode, I want to open up to you about a universal struggle that a lot of us face when dealing with type 2 diabetes and other health challenges, of course. Drawing from my own experience, I provide practical guidance on how to bridge the gap and find much-needed support from the people you love, your family, your friends, and sometimes even strangers. Well, the value that you can expect to receive in this week's episode is we're going to explore the importance of educating your loved ones about diabetes, openly communicating your goals and challenges, and being specific about your needs. I emphasize the value of nurturing a strong support system. I share insights on coping with potential disappointments. Hey, I've had a lot of them. And I guide you toward external support sources when your immediate circle just completely falls flat and falls short. Finally, I want to remind you in this episode to express your gratitude to those who do stand by your side and do empower you through those tough times. You know, it's all about self-advocacy when dealing with diabetes management and your overall journey towards good health. So my friends, stay tuned to discover a path forward and be armed with confidence and a stronger support network. Don't go anywhere. Stay locked in. Let's go. Be sure to visit the website at www.beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com for access to free resources and other information that will help you along your journey. If you would like to submit a question or a comment about the show or to learn more about the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle, you can always email me at hello at beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle podcast with me, your host, Oscar Camejo, helping diabetics make lifestyle changes to reverse type 2 diabetes. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know where you are in the world, but I am so grateful. You know, this podcast is actually tuned into from all over the country, not just in the U.S., but actually all over the world. No lie. This podcast is now listened to in over 42 territories and countries. And I'm so grateful. I'm grateful to you. Uh, if you're following me from TikTok and Instagram, Facebook, uh, you stumble onto the website or you Googled um, diabetes awareness and you found me here. Thank you so much. And for those of you all who are new to this podcast, I'm all about sharing practical information because, listen, I know what it is to be overweight, struggling with type two diabetes and just really looking for a path forward to really put this thing behind me. I used to be 268 pounds, folks, and I was able to lose over 80 pounds in less than a year. I was able to get off diabetes medication. 
high blood pressure medication, high cholesterol medication. And I was dealing with some other complications and I was able to turn my life around in a short period of time, but it wasn't easy. And you know what? Yes, when I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes back in August 2020, I know I needed support, but it was difficult. You know, I was dealing not only with food cravings, but just the mental roller coaster, a whole bunch of emotions was going on. I had some personal things going on in my life that really was very challenging. So I wanted to uh, create this episode for people like me who, uh, those of you who are out there who are struggling and you just feel like, man, um, I just learned of having type two diabetes or pre-diabetes, or I'm scared that I may develop it and I just don't know what to do. I'm by myself, I feel alone. Well, you know what? Uh, I want to inspire you and, and motivate you and encourage you that number one, you're not alone, okay? It may feel like it, but there are other people out there who are going through the same situation that you are going through. And you can find the support that you need and find the support and people who you can lean on. Trust me, when I was going through my situation, uh, yeah, I had people around me, but I felt so isolated and so alone. So today we're going to dive deep into this topic that's real close to my heart. You know, it's personal experience and you know, seeking support from loved ones and friends when you're struggling to manage diabetes, you know, it could be very daunting, but be encouraged, my friend. You know, I remember the day when I was released from the hospital after experiencing a diabetes scare. You know, I was in the hospital for an entire week. And when I was released, it was on a Wednesday or Thursday. And, you know, it was in the height or during the height of the pandemic, the global pandemic. And, you know, I was grateful to have made it out of the hospital. Unfortunately, during that time, a lot of people went in the hospital and didn't make it out because they were dealing with COVID and some other health complications. Um, and it was just tough. So um, I remember that day. A loved one picked me up from the hospital. This is, again, the day that I was leaving the hospital. And the car ride home, I mean, was just silent. It was small talk, but um, that small talk just made it really weird and it was more silent. There was so much I wanted to share with that person about my experience and what was going through my head and how much I needed that person to encourage me and be there for me during that difficult time. Sadly, though, uh, I was not motivated to strike up the conversation. You know, I would kind of like drop little hints of, about what was going on. And that person just didn't respond much, you know, and I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, back then, I wish I had known that although I was um, managing or having to learn how to manage type 2 diabetes and how challenging it, that journey was going to be, that even though I felt alone, I was not completely in a position where I had to face it alone. Now, I felt like I was facing it alone and that person didn't come alongside to support me 100%. But, you know, I still should have been more vocal 
about expressing the help I needed because, you know, I really just was expecting, you know, this massive support and I didn't get it. So I just kept quiet. So again, that car ride home and then the days following just really, it was just really weird and things just didn't get better. I'll just say that, you know, folks, your friends and family can be an invaluable source of support for you, both emotionally and practically. But sometimes seeking and receiving support from those loved ones can be tricky. You know, I mean, you, you just come home, you're, you've just been diagnosed. And especially for some guys, you know, we don't like to show signs of weakness. And maybe that's what I was dealing with, just, just kind of feeling like, man, you know, you, that person's looking at you as being weak. And I think I may have mentioned that. And, uh, you know, anyway, it was just, it was just a tough situation. So you may be in that same situation, whether you're a man or a woman and you just came home from the hospital or the doctor's office, or you just received diagnosis of diabetes and you're like, man, how do I break this to this person? You know, um, maybe you went to the doctor's office by yourself because that person just didn't go with you. You know, I don't know what your personal situation is, but in any case, I want you to receive some practical advice from me today on seeking support from those family members and friends when you're struggling. So number one, it's important to educate them about type two diabetes. Now, I don't know about you, but <laughs> Having first learned about type 2 diabetes, I know I knew I had to do a deep dive in educating myself because how can I educate somebody else unless I learned about the disease and the condition myself? So um, looking back as I was learning, I not only should have spoken up and started involving that person or at least asking that person to be involved in my learning and turning my health around, you know, I needed to make sure that I doubled up on my education and, and educating myself so I can be in a better position to educate them. If you understand what I, what I mean, you know, because it's crucial to ensure that those family members and friends have a clear understanding of what type two diabetes is. That doesn't mean you have to, you know, conduct a whole presentation or whatnot, but just start, you know, giving them little bits of information as you're learning, share with them and so forth. You know, many people have misconceptions about type two diabetes and by educating yourself and your loved ones, you can help dispel a lot of myths and create a super supportive environment. I want you to consider inviting them to go to the doctor's appointments with you or, you know, at least provide them with some reliable sources, resources rather to learn about type two diabetes. It can be a brochure. It can be a website that you can direct them to, you know, some notes that you're taking down. The point is, educate those loved ones. And that's very important. Encourage open and honest uh, conversations to answer any questions or concerns they may have. Because, you know, that loved one may just be as scared as you, but they don't know how to approach the conversation. You know, they don't know what you're feeling, maybe. 
And maybe they're just kind of waiting for you to open that door. So again, educate them about type two diabetes. You see, the more they understand, the better they can support you. Number two, share your goals and challenges. Communication is key when seeking support. You need to share your diabetes management goals and the challenges you face with your family members and friends. They need to know. Let them know what you're working towards so they can help. For example, if you're trying to adopt a healthier eating lifestyle, a healthier diet, explain your restrictions, explain what you can and can't have, and ask them to join you in making nutritious food choices when you're together. Now, I know in some situations that may be hard. In fact, I remember meeting a guy at the gym and uh, as a young man in his 20s, actually, he was obese and we struck up a conversation about just health and nutrition and exercise and getting things back together. And he made it very clear that, man, you know, I want to make changes, but my, you know, mom and sister, they keep, you know, buying all this unhealthy food and it's making it hard. So I had encouraged him to do what I'm telling you, um, which is to share uh, your goals and challenges and, you know, show them how you're struggling. Because if you're striving to be more active, right, uh, it's important that you really and strongly emphasize that, hey, I can't do this by myself. I need everybody. to come alongside me, uh, to come alongside me because it could show them the benefit for them as well, whether they have type two diabetes or not. Invite them to go to walks with you um, or engage in other physical activities with you. Sharing your goals will allow them to actively participate in your goal. Now, if they refuse or they're just like, hey, I'm not there yet, you know, that's one thing, you know, still don't allow that to hinder you from pursuing your goals. Okay. Number three, be very specific about your needs. You know, while your loved ones may want to help, they may not always know how to best do so. So to make it easier for them, be specific about your needs. I mean, really drill down. If you want to stop eating fried foods, be specific. Let them know, hey, I I need help with cutting out fried foods, bread, rice, potatoes, pasta, you know. Um, I'm trying to lose 50 pounds and I, I, I want to go to the gym three days a week, you know, help me to stay inspired, you know, give me daily reminders and so forth. You know, if you require someone to go with you to your doctor's appointments or to remind you to take your meds, for those of you who are on meds, ask your loved ones for assistance and be direct. <laughs> Just don't assume that they're going to just automatically know what to do. Clear communication can help prevent misunderstandings and ensure your needs are met. Okay. Number four, establish a support system. Building a strong support system is important for managing type 2 diabetes effectively. You can identify some family members or specific friends who are willing and able to offer support, you know, and that's very key. People who are willing and people who are able don't get people who will enable bad habits, right? 
If you know that you're struggling with getting fast food and eating fried foods, uh, maybe your support system does not have to include that one person that's like, hey, man, just live a little, eat whatever you want. You'll be fine. Nah. <laughs> so uh, find a strong support system and a key person. It could be a spouse, a sibling, a brother and sister, a cousin, close friend, even a mom or dad you know, your best friend or somebody at the gym who's who you met recently, who's striving for the same goals. You know, it could be uh, someone from a support group that uh, focuses on diabetes. So you get what I'm saying. Having a reliable support system in place means you have people you can turn to when you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, and you need someone to talk to or you require assistance with daily tasks and things that you have to get done to help you manage your diabetes. You know, as my personal experience has taught me, not everyone you expect to support you from the beginning may step up, but, you know, at least give it a try. All right. Number five, and this one's big, and this is coping with disappointment. You know, I personally faced moments in my diabetes management journey where I felt alone, like I mentioned before, and I didn't receive the support I expected from certain people. You know, it was very disheartening. And in your situation, I'm pretty sure it's disheartening as well when you hope for understanding and assistance from those close to you only to just be faced with just indifference and even sometimes resistance. In situations like these, it's important to cope with disappointment in a healthy way. While you can't control the actions and the perceptions of other people, you can control how you react, though. So take a step back, evaluate the expectations you had. Sometimes, you know, people may not fully grasp the gravity of your situation and may have their own reasons for not being supportive and they may not have your back as you had hoped. It happens, but don't give up on your goals, people. Don't allow that disappointment to cause you to take a step back and in a negative way and not bounce back from the situation that you're going through. You know, disappointment can be staggering, but you know what? Don't give up on your journey. Don't give up on your goals. Okay. Number six. Seek support beyond your immediate circle. You know, uh, if you find that some of the people in your circle, whether it's family or friends, they're not as supportive as you'd like, you know, it's important to seek support from other sources. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but there are countless diabetes support groups. I mean, from Internet to um, at a diabetes education center at certain hospitals or clinics and so forth that you can turn to to connect with other people, other individuals who will understand what you're going through. You know, there are Facebook communities that are out there. A lot of people who are maybe isolated or even just kind of going through things alone that they can turn to, you know, I'm a part of uh, a Facebook community and I've actually established one myself. So go to the, go to Facebook and look up uh, the beating diabetes lifestyle community and you will find us there and you can join for free. Just answer a few questions, honestly, 
and I'll go ahead and approve you to join. So jump right in. All right. Communities that are supportive of those who are dealing with type 2 diabetes provide understanding and encouragement that you may be missing from your immediate circle. So remember, seek support beyond just your immediate circle. Number seven, remember those who do support you. This is big, folks. While it's natural to feel disappointed by the lack of support from some people, it's equally important to recognize and appreciate, I mean, really appreciate those who do stand by your side. You know, show gratitude, express gratitude in a major way for your friends and loved ones who have been there for you as their support. Uh, It's very invaluable. So don't forget those people who may have done the small things that really have contributed to your your journey and you going forward. You know, I mentioned earlier that I did not have the support that I needed initially, but the more and more I started connecting with other people, I was uh, I met people at the gym. I met people in other groups and man, it just really energized where I was, it, it really, it really energized me to keep moving forward. So you get what I'm saying. Um, just remember those who do support you and give them a shout out sometimes. Okay. And let them know that you're grateful for them. Verbally tell them that you're grateful for them. Okay. Number eight and last, but not least, ultimately you are the best advocate when it comes to managing your type two diabetes. And, you know, let me say that again, because I don't like claiming ownership of disease. So let me say it this way. You are the best advocate when it comes to not only managing type two diabetes, but reversing it. Don't lay claim to it. Remember, type two diabetes is not something that you have to live with for the rest of your life. It can be reversed in many cases. So you have to advocate yourself. You have to become your biggest cheerleader. Don't be afraid to assert your needs, even when you're looking to yourself and looking at yourself in the mirror, rather, and say, hey, buddy, you are going to turn things around. Sometimes you have to be your own support system. So, again, don't be afraid to assert yourself to yourself, but also don't be afraid to assert your needs and educate your educate those around you about your condition. You got to speak up, folks. Speak up not only to yourself because you're already dealing with a bunch of mental um, challenges. I'm pretty sure emotional challenges where you know day to day you may feel like giving up and quitting, and and it's tough. But you don't want to do that. So advocate for yourself. Build yourself up. Your experience can serve as a powerful tool for raising awareness and fostering understanding. Folks, listen, Um, having gone through diabetes and reversing it and again, getting off all medications and living a healthy lifestyle has been a tremendous uh, journey for me. I mean, my life is so different now and I've met so many people and I, even though certain people are no longer in my life, the people who I had turned to before when I was going through my diabetes care, 
And when I initiated my journey, even though they're no longer in my life, um, I'm grateful for the things that I learned along the way. Uh, I learned not to give up, not to cave in, not to quit in the midst of disappointment. I learned the importance of leaning on others, seeking support. I learned the importance of not staying quiet. I learned the importance of advocating for myself. I, I learned the importance of advocating not only for myself, but even for those who are struggling as well. Because, you know, you can be a support system to someone else, you know, and in doing that, that can encourage you as well. So just like you're needing someone to be there for you, be there for someone else. So I guess you can think of that as a bonus on tip. And that'll be, I guess, number nine. OK, be there for someone else as well. All right. As I wrap up today. Keep in mind that managing type 2 diabetes, yes, can be a challenging road. It's going to be a challenging journey. You have to deal with changing your whole lifestyle of eating, your being more active, um, and just really changing your whole mindset. You know, it's going to be made more manageable with support from family and friends and new friends. While it can be disappointing, when certain people don't meet your expectations. Again, remember, coping with situations like that with grace and seeking support from other sources will help you navigate the journey successfully. Don't forget that, okay? Remember to appreciate those who stand by you and advocate for yourself. I can't stress that enough. Together with the right support system, you can face the challenges of beating type 2 diabetes and leading a healthier, happy life, my friend. So thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast. Remember, you are not alone in this journey, my friend. I'm here for you. I'm your friend. You know that. You can always write me. You can always contact me. And I do my best to reach out to those who contact me. If you found this episode helpful at all, remember, please, rate and like this show. It helps the show to grow, write a review, and tell somebody about this guy down here in Atlanta, Georgia, who was able to reverse type 2 diabetes, and he's on a mission to help others do the same thing and live a focused life and feel happy and alive every day. As always, stay focused, keep moving, never go back, leap forward, bounce back because you can, my friend, and above all else, trust God. You got this. I believe in you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with Oscar Camejo. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As a reminder, this podcast is intended for motivational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a physician or other healthcare professional or qualified fitness instructor. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or professional advice or services. If you're looking for help on your journey, seek a qualified medical practitioner. It's important that you utilize someone who is a trained, licensed healthcare professional who can help you on your journey toward good health.